Waiting is a part of all of our lives. We wait for the bus on our way to work. We wait in line for food. We wait for the light to turn green. So what do you do while you're waiting? We endeavor to be the light, entertaining, and encouraging voice until you get to your coffee. We believe stories are at the core of our being. It's what connects us, nudges us to take a leap, or sit back down. This podcast guarantees nothing, but is full of everything that can pass the time and maybe just encourage you, enlighten you, and make you smile while you wait. Hello, and welcome to While You Wait with the DA Experience. Today's episode is brought to you by Embrace Media. They visually help you tell your story so others can embrace it. Check them out at embracemedia.com. Today's episode is called 12 Feet Under. This story is a personal one. So while making your coffee or waiting at the light, I want you to tighten your belt because we're going on a ride. My question today is, have you ever felt hopeless with no possible end in sight? If so, this story is for you. So to set the stage, uh, about 10 years ago, my wife and I moved to Jacksonville, Florida. If you know anything about Jacksonville, Jacksonville is a big city with a small town feel. It's the land of the flip-flops. I love it because people are going really slow. It's just a really relaxing place. I enjoyed the city. Um, at this time, uh, my wife worked for Delta, so she flew a whole lot, and I loved every minute of it. Flew a whole lot, and I would always go to the beach, so that was our thing. Flying everywhere and going to the beach. You know, could life get any better? Um, this particular day, uh, my wife was flying in from uh, a funeral. Uh, family member's funeral and um, she had gone by herself I was home with the kids and um, we went to pick her up so uh, you know I'm really uh, sentimental like this uh, you know whenever I go pick up my wife from the airport I'm always looking for that slow motion experience you know you know when you don't see the one that you love for a while and you know you guys kind of meet again I'm all into that whole you know oh my god there goes my you know that whole thing that's me we had our experience and uh, we were on our way to the beach. So uh, my wife and I get in the car, kids, we say our pleasantries and we're on our way. And for some strange reason, you know, this is how it is in marriage sometimes, just for some strange reason. You know, in this particular case, um, my wife and I uh, had the most knockout, drag out argument I think that we've ever had. And, uh, you know, from the airport to St. Augustine was a ride. It was at least 45 minutes to an hour. And uh, so for 45 minutes to an hour, it was pure hell. You know, um, the kids all tense in the back, you know, not wanting to say anything, you know, but we're going to the beach. How could this be a horrible day? So I don't even remember what we argued about, but be it as it may, it was a tough hour or so, you know. Um, so we uh, get to the beach and uh, about this time I'm realizing I need to apologize. I don't want to. I do not want to apologize. I'm not going to even lie. You know, uh, the male ego, I won't even say male ego because some of you might get on me. But um, my ego said, don't even do it. She's got to apologize first. It's all her fault. 
Um, but the, uh, the part of me that knows better said, uh, if you're going to make this day any better, you need to apologize. So <clears throat> I mustered up the strength to apologize and, uh, I'm glad I did. I apologize. And, uh, we tried to proceed to have a good day. So this particular day in St. Augustine, a beautiful city in Jacksonville, Jacksonville, it's a big touristy section of the uh, city and a uh, lot of good things to visit and see. And uh, this particular place we went to, and it has a pier. This day was beautiful. The sun was out. It's a little windy, but uh, it was a nice day. Uh, not a whole lot of people on the beach. And now that I recall it, you know, all the signs were set. <laughs> But, uh, so we proceed to go to the water. Um, I'm not a big fan of running all the way deep into the water where you can't, you know, your neck is, you know, into the ocean. I'm not a big fan of that. Um, we like to swim in the ocean, but you know, I like to be close enough where I can get right back to the shore. So this particular day, uh, my kids were off to the left and, uh, my, you know, and my wife and I were kind of, um, you know, kind of there and, um, we weren't very far off from the pier. I would say 20, 30 feet from the pier. Um, we could see it. <clears throat> so, um, everything seemed to be going well. We began talking, you know, the day seemed to be going really well. All up until my kids start, uh, shouting daddy, daddy, you know, and, uh, at this point, you know, I'm like, what? I could see them. They were in plain sight. No one was around them. They didn't seem like anything was wrong. So I didn't take uh, immediate concern that there was something wrong. Uh, so Keen and I continued to talk, and then I heard, Daddy, Daddy. And uh, so I said, let me go check and see what's going on. And at this point, I don't recall. I, I know I had one of the kids and I say one of them that had to be David or Andrew in my hands um, because I begin to proceed to the children. Now, this is an important part of the story. I'm in the water and the water at this point is at my shin. And uh, again, no cause for concern at all. I'm walking over to my children. And uh, I noticed that they're looking a little, you know, concerned. And um, as I walk over to them, within seconds of reaching them, the bottom drops out. Literally, the, the floor is gone. I am now underwater looking up. Like close your eyes for a second and just imagine you're walking on the, you're walking sand underneath your feet, walking water at your shins. And then all of a sudden the bottom falls out. So you can imagine in my mind, I am freaking out. A little history about me. I have 
almost drowned in the water. And uh, uh, since then, I did learn how to swim. I've been swimming for more than 20 years, 20, 30 years. I've been swimming, so I know what that feeling is like. But this particular feeling was a little different because it wasn't as if I dived into uh, deep water. It wasn't as if I wasn't, um, you know, the, the water was at my shins. It wasn't like it was even above my waist at the time. So I am absolutely baffled right now. What is going on? So. Uh, uh, I, I come up from uh, under the water, you know, um, at this time, once uh, when I was under the water, I, if you was to look up at the ceiling, if you're sitting down, um, it had to be four or five feet above me. I could see the water above me. It was weird. So I, I come up, I'm treading water, but I feel like something is pulling me down. It's pulling me back down. I come up and I say, Kia, 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 get the kids. So I'm still have one kid. She grabs the other two kids. But then I notice a Kia goes down. She gets the kids, but she goes under the water as well. I'm freaking out. I'm looking for Jasmine. I don't see Jasmine with Kia, but I look to the right. The pier is beyond me, but I look to the right. Jasmine is in a wave going out to the ocean. Now this is the part where hopelessness with no possible end in sight kicks in. As a father, as a husband, as a provider, as someone who is responsible for other people, this particular moment is probably one of the lowest moments of my life. I had no control. The water pulls me back under. I'm fighting with the water. I'm fighting with the water. All the while, I have my son. At least I recall having my son. And I'm trying to hold my hand up to make sure he stays above water. I, I, I know it doesn't make sense. I can't explain to you. That was the mindset all the while trying to figure out how do I get him on the shore? I come back up. I don't see Akia. I don't see Jasmine. I don't see anyone, but the water is beating my face. Literally every time I come up splashing every which way, it seems like I can't even figure out where the water is coming from. I go back under. The water is pulling me, pulling me, pulling me. At this moment, I recall thinking to myself, Lord, this can't be. Not like this. Not my whole family. I can't lose my whole family in one incident. And I'm conscious? No way. No way. So I fight again to go to the top. I'm screaming, help my family, help my children, help, help, help. While I'm screaming water, I'm swallowing water in mass 
uh, massive massive amounts just water is just I'm gulping water while screaming help my family help me because water is just beating my face so every time I come up I'm just swallowing water swallowing. I recall looking up at the pier and I see people I can't make them out um, but I see people fishing and I think you know help and so I try to direct my attention to them to, to ask for help you know i didn't see anybody running towards us or anything so i imagine they didn't see uh, maybe they thought i was playing or joking around or what but i recall shortly after uh, and i'm saying i'm saying moments uh seeing a fishing line so as if someone threw a fishing line out towards me now i don't know what they were thinking in that moment i do recall seeing the fishing line and i tried to grab it it was like grabbing water i couldn't contain it i couldn't grasp it i went back under in frustration anger fear honestly i think fear wasn't truly an emotion i or i didn't wasn't fearing more than i was hmm what's the best word for it um i was just in turmoil how could i i was trying to figure it out still not understanding why the water was pulling me pulling me pulling me and i didn't see my family so i'm in turmoil how i gotta grab them all i gotta get them to the shore that was my thought i went back down again you know, ever seen if you've ever seen a movie where you know as a person was about to drown they begin to jerk well i jerked still thinking to myself not like this i didn't see anybody else i couldn't see anybody else i look up and i could see the water I jerk again and I think no 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 and before I jerk the last time someone grabs my arm and I hear daddy Next thing I know, the water is at my shin. Now, I know you're thinking to yourself, how in the world did that happen? I cannot explain it. I cannot give you an answer at all. I cannot. I don't know. But all I know is the water was at my shin and my daughter was on my side and I could barely see a man running in my direction. He grabs me, puts me around, grabs my arm and puts it around his shoulder. And he's walking me to the shore. I recall vaguely, uh, faintly seeing uh, people. My eyes were dimming as if in a movie, my, 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 my lens was closing. I could faintly see people. I was exhausted. I could barely walk. I didn't see my son. I didn't see a key. I didn't see anyone else. I'm, 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 my eyes are fading and I'm, he gets me to the shore and lays me on the ground. And 
I'm like, where's my family? But I need water. I need water. And I'm asking for water. And the guy says, no, I can't give you any water. I'm sorry. And so I, I, I am faint. I, I literally feel like the lights are going out on me at this point. And, and all of a sudden, I just throw up. Bleh. I throw up. Bleh. You need those sound. You need those sound effects. Bleh. So I throw up. At this point, uh, they get me, there's an ambulance there and then they, they put me in the ambulance and probably one of the greatest sights I've ever seen in my life at this point. I remember being in the back and I faintly, uh, I look up and I see my children sitting up. They were fine. They were, they were okay. The greatest moment. One of, because I didn't see my wife yet. So I get to the hospital, they get me to the hospital, they get me on the, uh, on the table. And, you know, they're trying to pump me in for, so what it sounds like is, um, you know, the water, you know, drank so much salt water that it uh, did something to my blood. And so I was in ICU for like five or six days. My wife was in ICU for five or six days as well. Um, I remember coming out uh, that same day, coming out, uh, trying to uh, walk. Uh, I was just stubborn, trying to walk, trying to see the family and everything. And I remember hearing the uh, nurse saying, I don't know how he's alive. I went and saw my family, tears in my eyes, and, you know, the kids are okay. My wife, she was, you know, just swallowed water as well, and, you know, but we're all alive. The next few days, I'm in the hospital, and, uh, you know, nurses would come into the room, and, man, you guys, you and your wife are heroes, and, oh, my God, I just... You know, people die all the time from riptides. What? What's that? A riptide? So I looked it up. I recall looking it up with my family and we watched a little video documentary on a riptide and how, you know, a, a professional swimmer went out and I get caught up in a riptide. And that, that's what, what what we got caught up in. So we riptide. Got caught up in a riptide and almost drowned by himself so I'm thinking there's 12 feet under the water how in the world did we survive now you may say man I don't know what you'd say <laughs> but I'm going to say be encouraged because I believe God heard my cry I believe that uh, I was saved and my children and my wife and uh, I am absolutely grateful for it. So in light of such an impossible situation, um, such a 
hopeless situation. I was encouraged that uh, anything is possible. And I'll tell you, the uh, one of the things that, uh, that I'll have to say about this story that I think was was incredible to me was, you know, when I talked to my wife about this, you know, she told me she had similar thoughts and similar experiences while under the water, where she kind of said the same thing, you know, not like this, and God, you know, not like this. And uh, I am absolutely amazed at how strong my wife is and was. I dedicate this story to my wife, one of the most amazing women that I know. So, while you're waiting on your coffee or on the light, I want you to be encouraged and um, know that although it looks hopeless, it's possible. Thanks for listening to While You Wait with the DA Experience. If you like our show, please subscribe and share with your friends. We're always looking for amazing stories to tell. Be sure to go to the URStore.com to get a shirt and uh, join us for next week for another amazing story on While You Wait.